Thanks for joining us for Drink, Spin, Run, RPG talk show podcast where we ask our guests, what are you drinking? What are you spinning? What are you reading? What are you running? Tonight's guest is Joe Bittman along with Stephen Newton. Joe Bittman joins us from the Spellburn podcast as well as we've written a lot of adventures. Joe, talk to us about that for a sec. Okay. Well, you may know me from such adventures as the one who watches from below from Goodman Games and the uh, forthcoming... 9900 998th conclave <laughs> wizards conclave that's what it's called i did some other stuff for wizards of the coast and kobold press and uh got some coming out for lamentations of the flame princess uh the uh, late great dave brocky uh from guar's adventure towers 2 those are some of the places you might have heard of me but just a few yeah um, also joining us later will be uh, Stephen Newton of Thick Skull Adventures. They've done such things as Attack of the Frogs, which made me feel really icky. And what's the Wood Giant Shaman thing? What's that? Stronghold of the Wood Giant Shaman. Yeah. So yes. Wood Giants, that's great. Giants with wood. What's the problem? I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't make any <laughs> notable problem to me. All right. So uh, let's get this. Uh... Oh, and of course, my lovely co-host, Mr. Oh. Don Stroud. Good evening everyone. Don, this is our immediately pre-Yukon show, because Yukon is this weekend. Um, yeah. But this show will come out after Yukon, like a couple of weeks after. So, yeah. let's real quick, before we jump into stuff, what's your uh, what's your prediction for Yukon? What's going to happen this year? Well, I didn't buy tickets. I didn't sign up to run anything. I didn't sign up to play anything. I am going. Who knows what's going to happen? I'm going to go and watch some uh, fools up on stage. Uh, fools up on stage? Stage? They're probably behind a table. Some fools doing some presentation. What is the OSR or something like that? It's not a presentation. It's, uh, it's a what panel that? discussion panel that discussion. I got I got, um, I got. got asked to do. What's going to be weird is it's going to be a bunch of folks. Like, here's my prediction about that specifically. It's going to be me and Doug and Jim Wampler and a bunch of people who don't actually care about the definition of the OSR and we're being asked. I don't. I think that might be why we're there is because, you know, we're the folks who like like the fuck definition kind of people. You know, I think that's mm -hmm. where, where it's going to go. Uh, predicting fully. Didn't Goodman what... always clarify this? Huh? <laughs> it's, old, it's old school renaissance. That's what it was originally, right? Fuck. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, that has to mean so many things. You know, it's got to mean something very specific. And, I mean, you pointed that out on that episode of Spellburn recently, Job, that, you know, folks are yeah. freaking fighting about this, and it's so stupid. And I think that's why we're having this thing, and probably the reason that Doug, Jim, and I got invi invited to talk about it, because we don't care, you know? So, <laughs> Or you're all old as dirt. Uh, you are older than I am. Allow me to point out yet again. <laughs> I always forget that, man. It's by like twenty years too. You're like you're a geezer. No, <laughs> twenty years. All right, so let's let's jump into our actual podcast, uh, and I, I'll start by asking Mr. Joe Bittman, what are you drinking? Well, okay, I have a very complicated answer to this. <laughs> so, first off, I started out drinking. Um, 
a mother, uh, mother-in-law double IPA by Valhall Brewing uh, from Polsbo, Washington, which is uh, just across some body of water that I don't know what it's called. Okay. Um, okay. That's great. But, <laughs> they don't. And, and bodies of water don't really need up. names, do they? I mean, it's all, it's all gone. The growler's gone. Okay. So now I'm following up with, my, you know, my 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 standby, which is Lagunitas IPA. Okay. Oh yeah. And uh, I also live in the great state of Washington, mm-hmm. where um, marijuana is legal rec- yeah. for recreational use. Yes. What? So I am about, so I am about to tear into some green apple, Bubba Kush. So it's THC is twenty three point four two nine percent. This is CB why. Yeah. This is why he had to get this done before his kids got home. One one seven percent. I guess it's cannabinoids. I don't know. So you actually know the? Per- they actually tell you the percentage. It's part <laughs> of the state law. Wow, man. You, you it has to. It's it's very difficult because you have to be able to um, actually like consistently have like when they take random samples, it has to have the same amount of THC and uh, in it in each of the samples. Well, thanks for being the first person to break that particular barrier on our show. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You're like coming from this magical land. <laughs> I love it. Magical land. Magical so land. Gonna, for me, it's called Saturday night. This <laughs> this product has intoxicating effects that may be habit-forming. <laughs> this product is unlawful outside Washington State. It was harvested on September 31st of 2013. Wow. Excellent. So here's what it looks like. <laughs> it's really hard to see over the yeah. My completely legal marijuana. <laughs> well, congratulations. On drinks. We're... Drinks been right. So this will either be the most entertaining I'll be either the most entertaining guest you've ever had or the, or worst. the worst. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to find out real quick. <laughs> I'm shooting I'm shooting for the worst. That's good. Yeah. It's good. To, we'll, we'll, okay. we'll lower that bar for you, Job. It'll be great. All right. So that's my complicated answer to what I'm drinking. That is a nice. complicated answer. Well done, sir. All right. Yeah. Uh, Don, what are you drinking? I've got some Founders Dark Penance. It's an Imperial Black India Pale Ale. It is, uh, it's 8.9%. So, uh, you know, Founders is one of those brands that's like, one of us is drinking Founders most well, most, we're, most yeah. sessions, you know. Uh, we are in Michigan, so. Yeah. And I'll tell you, my what I'm drinking is a Michigan delicacy as well. And next to Job's, like, now I, I think we're all just going to feel dumb, you know, like, oh, we're, we're not smoking weed right now. Or That's, jealous. Or yeah. jealous. <laughs> I, I have um, Sailor Jerry, which is not the Michigan part of it. Uh, Sailor Jerry uh, uh, spiced rum. I'm not a spiced rum guy, but I freaking love Sailor Jerry. Stuff is delicious, but with Verner's, oh, um, nice. which is which is amazing. Uh, Verner's is fantastic. What am I drinking? So um, I am at Aren't work, gonna, so gonna, I am currently drinking Talking Rain Sparkling Spring Water, which is oh, not very interesting just, at all. You didn't bring that flask you're talking about, huh? I did not. I forgot my flask. That sucks. Uh, you should go up and visit Job. Did you bring just, a flask? Job's just a couple hours north of you, and he's got more than a flask. 
well, hey, let's not tell him. Let's not tell him what Job's got. <laughs> and we'll see if he can figure it out by the end of the session. It'll be great. <laughs> Where are you, Stephen? I am in glorious San Jose, California. Oh, wow. Man, you just like throw something and hit Joseph Goodman. Well, um, I actually had um, dinner with Mr. Goodman the other night because he and I used to be neighbors. We were like literally within walking distance. So uh, we get to we get to do that every now and then, which is really nice. It's a it's a bit of a perk of living in the area. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. And and I think it's great when I get to play, you know, freaking that chicken game with him at Gary. (laughs) That is a great game. I've won that game. I have uh, the cover signed by the designer, um, Kevin Nunn. Nobody but us chickens is fine. Dude, fun. Well, the the last time when I actually played it with Joe Goodman, the, Job and I, Job, Katie, and I were all really drunk. It was, uh, and we we were trying to sober up so we could run something for like Doug Con at at Gary Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the night of the um, ladies versus men. Um, Mechanoids crawl classics, right, Job? I'm pretty sure that was that 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 night, right? I don't I don't know. <laughs> the memory is gone. I think it was the gone. day we started like drinking me. at like like I don't know uh, like eleven. I don't know. And, yeah, it was a good day. It was a fun. It time. was awesome, but you uh, rejected any kind of you know creative interpretation of my masturbatory hand. What? <laughs> 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 uh, we'll talk about it later. I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe I. I think we probably re- don't have the best recollection of that evening. I'll tell you, I did not drive home that night. So, or you know, back to the hotel we were staying in. But anyway, uh, thanks for joining us, about Stevens. We're we're glad you're here. Well, thank uh, you. And I'm, uh, chickens glad, and glad you guys had me on here. Glad to meet you all, Job. Nice to actually hear you in the flesh, finally, so to speak. Hear you in the flesh. <laughs> Well, That's the masturbatory hand you were talking about, right? That's kind of disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Well, I, I, like I hear it. him a lot in podcasts in the car when I'm peeing, yeah. so this is a bit of a weird experience. Wait till you meet him. It'll be even weirder. <laughs> oh, wait. Wait. I have I have the best story about uh, meeting Job, okay. and, it's n- and it's nothing about Job or me, but my friend had... Uh, he was riding his bike, a car pulled in front of him, he spilled over the front, like dislocated his shoulder, and like three weeks later he's at Gen Con, arm in the sling. I'm like, Oh hey, the blue hair guy, you're Job, right? I'm Don. <laughs> this is my friend Eric, and like Job grabs Eric's bad arm and just like gives it a good yank. And Eric's like <laughs> And I'm like <laughs> That's my story. That's a great story. I'm yeah. so glad you told that. That's wonderful. I know. Thank you. All right. So I thought he was faking. <laughs> <laughs> he has like a secret camera in there and like recording equipment. Oh, we'll bootleg Gen Con and, you know, distribute it through the Hong Kong bootleg market. It'll be great. Um, it was it was awesome. Yeah. So um, let's move on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've exhausted our jokes on that front. And we'll go to... Uh, uh, Joe, what are you spinning? <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. I, I have, a, yet again, a complicated answer. Um, oh, so I think we got a title I, for I this hate, episode. Yeah. I hate all music. Any, I hate all new music. So I keep trying to find old shit because there's 
so many old things that I've never listened to. Mm-hmm. And you can just spend your whole life just like diving into all the nobodies, you know, of yeah. uh, musicals, like music past. Sure. So I had I, on many compilations, I had heard some songs by this band, that this, this album that I'm really into. And uh, I just never knew what album it was off of until, I don't know, some weird YouTube search or something, you know. And uh, then I found out that, uh, uh, have you guys heard of the Shags? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so I've been listening to the Shags Philosophy of the World of a lot recently, which is like really awesome, totally fucking crazy album. Yeah. That stuff's like mind-bending. Yeah. That's yeah. Stuff. But since I'm, you know, I'm on and I'm talking to your, you know, the your tens of listeners. <laughs> yeah. Tens of listeners. One of my favorite albums of all time. And I turned Doug Kovacs onto this. I got to do. I'm going to drop name uh, Doug Kovacs before you, Adam. Uh, I, I have. We avoided it. Is yeah. it? <laughs> so far. Is uh, Rocky Erickson's The Evil One. Have you heard this album? No. Rocky Erickson. Either. The evil one. Okay. All right. Just get that fucking album. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. 1980 horror rock. Okay. All right. I'm down. Sounds okay. good. There you go. All right. Uh, You're out there. I like it. Steven, what are you listening to? Sir. Um, so what am I listening to? I, I listen to a lot of podcasts these days. I was trying to get caught up from what you guys were hearing, but from a musical point of view... <laughs> Um, I'm a fan of the band She Wants Revenge. I don't know if you guys know. Oh that band. yeah, I saw them when they were on their like their first national tour, like right after that first album dropped a ah, few years ago. Yeah, they opened Hipster. for someone I like. Yeah, that's me. But you know, <laughs> uh, you know they were they were pretty cool. That was a they were a pretty cool band. Yeah, very yeah. uh like kind of like Bauhaus. You know, like they purposefully. I think they're purposefully very much like Bauhaus and Joy Division. You know. Um, which is good because you know you don't get a lot of that these days. Well, that's exactly right. And you know, given my 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 advanced years, I I remember listening to those former bands that you mentioned. So they recently, um, and and I hate to admit this, that uh, I have an Etsy account because I've been told that that will just um, immediately decrease the chances of me getting laid. So, uh, yeah. but they Etsy? <laughs> What'd you say? An yeah. Etsy account. Um, but anyway, they released. I never a, heard of it. A, well, see, then that's probably why you get action. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow! But um, they 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 released a CD of unreleased material, so I was able to pick that up, and it's kind of nice. It's got a bunch of new songs, alternate versions of songs that have been dropped on previous albums and whatnot. We very much encourage uh, uh, hipsterism of that sort, where you know you you obviously have listened to our previous episodes and you've heard. That first ep- the first real episode where Mark Donkers talks about all the Bob Seger that right. you know nobody could possibly freaking ever hear because he gets to hear it because he works at Rovi or whatever. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> to bring that thing back up. Uh, so um, Adam, great Adam, yeah. Adam, I was a hipster before there were hipsters. I think we all were. Boom. Damn it! I mean, obviously, <laughs> Job. I I made that joke before you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck oh man i'm gonna curse i'm gonna curse a lot on this show that's good curse yeah right? you, you don't get to you don't get to that's swear on fuck- yeah please you fucking told me so yeah i want you to do it i encourage it um all right so don what are you what are you spinning i've got this uh 
Ben Frost in heavy rotation, and you're going to be like, I've never heard of Ben Frost. It's Electronica, which that's you're be why like, I haven't heard of Ben Frost. Yeah, boo. Right. But however, however, sir, this is crazy, experimental, uh, terrifying stuff. Terrifying. It can't be all bad. It was in 2009. Uh, By the throat came out, and there are like weird bass snaps mixed with wolf howls and growls. Um, it's some deep stuff. I understand the I wolf howls and growls, the bass snaps. Is, I don't know what that means. But I'll have to listen to it when I start assembling the show notes. And you're yeah. like, all right, let's find that thing done. So I, oh, I suppose I should listen. And, uh, and and then I'll tell you my embarrassing secret. Uh-huh. That, that wasn't you know. your embarrassing secret? You have an Etsy account. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it is okay. I love And Out Come the Wolves by Rancid. I love that album. All right. Cause do you like Av- do you like Avril Avril Lavigne too? <laughs> no. When did no, you I'll shave your why. mohawk? And uh... I'll tell you why I love it. Cause you know it's like uh you know they're singing songs about the Operation Ivy days, and I loved Operation Ivy. I still do. Yeah. Okay. So my biggest you know, no, that's you know. not true. My second most embarrassing secret is that I really like Rancid, and they have a new album out apparently, and I listened to that today, and I didn't love it, so whatever. Hmm. My most embarrassing secret is uh, my first tattoo was a ministry tattoo. <gasps> What's embarrassing about that? I fucking love ministry. See, yeah. I love ministry. I uh, and uh, My favorite live album of all time is In Case You Didn't Feel Like Showing Up. Oh, nice, yeah. I fucking That's love that the, shit. Yeah. That's some good stuff. Uh, the the embarrassing part was probably that some dude named Blitz did it with a homemade tattoo gun. And it was pretty crappy. <laughs> okay, that'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks. Thank you. All right, now it's your turn to be a host. No. no. Go ahead. But Job. Job was starting to say something, and I cut him off. Job, go for it. All right. <laughs> uh, no, I was just I, I thought we were throwing tattoo stories out there. I've got the best. My brother, not me, but I'm bar- I'm going to borrow it. My brother has the best tat- uh, tattoo story ever. He, uh, his, his first tattoo, he woke up from uh, a night of drinking and uh, found the initials JD had been tattooed on his ankle. <laughs> so he was so fucked up that some dude at the party got a needle thread in like a big pen and, and, and <laughs> tattooed their initials on his ankle. <laughs> That's awesome. That is pretty great. And JD, JD, wherever you are, you're a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so Adam, what are you spinning? Ah, thank you, Joe. <laughs> see, it's not even his podcast, and he steps in. Uh, well, he's a I, professional. He is, yes, podcast professional. Okay, so as will become known this next Thursday, I've been listening to a lot of Soggy Bog of Doom, the podcast, mm. um, which is like a freaking great doom metal podcast, and. Um, I got turned on to this weird shit a little while ago because of Soggy Bog of Doom. Uh, Magnus Pellender, who is the singer from Witchcraft, he did a solo album a couple of years ago, and it's the weirdest shit. It's like this like folk acid. It's like if Jeff Molina got really like just somebody loaded him up on acid and let him you know gave him backup singers. It's really strange. I uh, I very much enjoy it. Um, and uh, it's it's managed to completely freak out a couple of my gaming groups when you just put nice. that on in the middle. Um, so uh, lots of uh, uh, that Magnus Palander EP, the new Godflesh album, 
which uh, oh, just came man. out recently and is damn good. Um, yeah. And then today at work, for once, I didn't have to. I I normally I'm a, I'm a sales guy, right? That's what I do. I didn't have any sales stuff to do today, so I was helping out with some other shit around the the store. And I was just jamming on old ska compilations from like the original first wave of ska stuff, stuff like the Clarendonians, threw in a little bit of Toots and the Maytals, stuff like that. So a lot of, it's really weird because it's kind of like all over the place. We got Magnus Pellander's Bizarre, like Acid Folk, and then, <laughs> you know, Godflesh, which acid is folk. kind of, yeah, you, uh, you, you'll you see it in the show notes, Stephen. You'll, there you uh, go. Yeah, <laughs> follow the links and it'll, it'll treat you well. <laughs> uh, and then... Uh, weird old ska which is hey let me uh take this round yeah do it yeah job what are you reading <laughs> i like your, your thumb thumb on chin mm. beardy strokey meeting mm. yes. <laughs> <laughs> i don't have a lot of time to read but um my wife got me uh playing at the world for uh, my birthday i just ordered that yesterday yeah. from the from the local bookstore yeah. so. Oh, cool. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not very far into it. 80 pages or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting so far. I hope it I hope it stays good. I'm, nice. I'm really looking forward to hear what you think of that because uh, I just finished um, Shannon Applecline's uh, uh, first Designers and Dragons, and that bored the crap out of me until it got to Chaosium. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I talked about that in another episode. But... Um, uh, yeah, I did not enjoy that, and I really hope that um, that playing at the world is much more in depth because this was just like a surface scraping of history, and that was like you know that go to the cemetery and do a crayon rubbing of and that's you know that's as deep as it got you know just wasn't interesting to me. Did you guys read of uh, of Dyson Men came out? I have not read that. What okay. do you have you? Yeah, I read that um, last summer earlier this year. It it it. I haven't, so I haven't read Playing at the World, but I hear it's very deep, so it'll be interesting to contrast the two, but I think um, of Dyson Men, uh, again, it was a pretty quick read, so, um, mm. and it, it was basically half the chapters were history, um, and then the other half were basically his personal anecdotes about, you know, his experiences with the game, but um, it depends on how much meat you're looking for, you know, so it'll be, I'll, it'll be interesting to compare the two. I prefer all beef. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> there you, know. you go. Right. <laughs> this might this might be the pan fry of of gaming history. Then. <laughs> uh, well, so Stephen, let's ask you then. What are you reading? Oh, okay. Um, so I typically read a, a few things um, at once. So the two things I'm reading is I'm reading uh, at the Mountains of Madness. So Mr. Lovecraft. Oh, yeah. Um, that's part of a, a homework assignment I was given. So. Amazing story. I'm sure you guys have all read that one. Um, mm-hmm. But what's on deck recently is the woman who would be king, Hatshepsut's rise to power in ancient Ooh. Egypt. So I, I just saw like is that a, is that a new release? Is that is yeah. that recent or has that been out for a while? Yeah, I just heard something about that. But tell us more. So um, so it's a long and colorful story, and I don't know how much you want to talk about it, but. Um, so <laughs> the, much you want the, to say. the short version of the story is it was written by Dr. Kara Cooney, who had her own special on um, Discovery Channel for a while, and she's done a couple of Hatshepsut documentaries. And um, I won her in an auction last summer because I used to watch her show with my kids, and then she had the silent auction, win a free museum tour through LACMA with me. So um, 
long story short, I did that and I got to get a free tour or not a free tour, but I got to get a personal tour through LACMA with her after winning her in a silent auction and we became buddies and it's her new book and I'm all into the ancient Egypt. So uh, it works out for everybody. So supporting, supporting <laughs> my friend author. She's my one degree of separation to celebrity fandom or fandom. But it's, it's a good well, book too. Um, it's, I will say that I'm used to hearing about winning people in auctions in a completely different context. Right. You right. Know, it, it doesn't, you know, She's a she's she's super nice and she was very accessible with the kids. I've got pictures posted of it somewhere in my G plus pages. But her the book the book itself is kind of I don't want to say it's fictionalized, but it's certainly you know there's a lot of conjecture about what her life would have been like. So um, got it. And it's got a lot more sexy time than I would have expected. Those ancient Egyptians were naughty and incestuous. So shit, yeah, they were. Yeah, I mean, but you live in Egypt. What the fuck are you gonna do? Like, what do you got time for? Gotta I keep mean, the bloodlines pure and the. Uh, the deed yeah. in the family, apparently. Didn't they use... Um, this is just a random fact that I'm remembering from my youth. I'm pretty sure they used alligator dung, or crocodile dung, because they don't have alligators. Crocodile dung as spermicide. It hasn't come up in the book yet, out. but it, but it yeah. wouldn't surprise me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you only have so much stuff, right? You got plenty of crocodile dung. Let's see what it's useful for. Right, right. Don, what are you reading? Uh, currently, I am reading Shadow of the Torturer by... Gene Wolf, and I really just am two chapters in. I can't say anything about it, but I did finish up the second book, The Black Company, which we've discussed before yes. by uh, Glenn Cook, mm -hmm. Shadows Linger, and it was really great. I, I'm really liking that series. I think you guys might want to check it out if you haven't. Are those romance novels? What are those? <laughs> yep. I never heard they of are <laughs> romance. Yeah, yeah. They're, I mean, there's totally like this weird romance thread. In the that first is, one. And that's something like that comes up like every episode of this freaking podcast. Someone talks about Black Company. It's funny that it's you now. Hey, what are you reading? Hey, who was it who was on our podcast who said, Adam, you should read this Joe Abercrombie thing? Who was it who told me to do that? Do you remember? No, that was me. It was you? You you told me to read Joe Abercrombie on the podcast you were never on before? I, <laughs> no, on Spellburn, I did. Oh, that right. might have been where I got it then. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've been reading Joe Abercrombie's *The Blade* itself, which has a fucking retarded long la first name because it's the first in a series or name because it's the first in a series. So it's got like you know, oh, here's our title, and then here's another title, and then here's another title. You only need one guy. Just um, I will offer this advice to people who are reading the book: don't let yourself get bored by the first two chapters like the prologue and then the first mm -hmm. chapter because they suck it's not really until you meet like the the inquisitor character like the fucking awesome torturer dude that like it gets interesting but man it really picks up after that <laughs> so um like there's some yeah, i agree with that <sighs> glockta was such a badass like it's so neat to meet that guy like yeah he's a cripple but he's a badass that's sweet and i didn't care about some dude with the same name as like every other hero in the freaking world running around in a forest. I don't care about that because I don't understand it. And you haven't told me why I should care about it. But a crippled torturer, I can get behind that idea. You know, so that's what I've been uh, reading a lot lately. Uh, that and I just started a new Gardner Fox novel. I can't remember the name of it, but it was like one of those uh, dollar bin things. And it's Gardner Fox, and I love that guy. But I did finish reading E.E. E. Doc Smith's. Uh, first lensman recently. Nobody knows the lensman. Yeah, say a little okay, bit more. No. Cool. 
the yeah. Lensman is okay. This is interesting that I mentioned Lensman and Gardner Fox at the same time. Gardner Fox was a writer for DC back in the day, like back in like the Silver Age, right? Mm-hmm. And he's the guy mm-hmm. who kind of made the Green Lantern Corps what it was. And he made the Green Lantern Corps what it was by ripping off E.E. E. Doc Smith. Uh, because Doc Smith wrote this series of books about some kind of super fancy, you know, space police that have this lens that gives them all these awesome telepathic powers because they're right and just individuals. And that's where Gardner Fox stole, had made it Green Lantern. And of course, I'm sure there's going to be someone who's going to correct me and tell me how I'm wrong. Please do. I welcome all challenges to my potential drunken idiocy uh, and send those comments <laughs> to dsr at kickassistan.net. We'll be happy to take your uh angry emails that's what i've been up to i will admit the gardener fox is kind of like bathroom rating but the uh joe abercrombie is like hey i've got a spare 20 minutes i could maybe knock out a chapter uh don we're ready to move on to the last segment of this part of the show right yeah yeah you want to do that um um... let me wet my face off because the beer like (laughs) grew back all over my face and mustache and and my nose that's the problem if you were wearing pants you wouldn't be having these problems no one needs to know that (laughs) (laughs) job Do you have time to run games when you're not writing them? Um, yeah, I just I run game ideas, parts of things for people on the ferry uh, when they'll play them. So, right. I don't know. I've been working on this like D6 game for a while, 5D6 basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I've been running that a little bit. I don't know. I should do something with it. Right. How about you, Steven? <laughs> ah, so... um. I just got through six months of playtesting with Shaman, so that was taking a lot of time. So now I'm on the other side of the screen, and uh, the guys are running me through a um, Savage World Hellfrost campaign. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. How's Um, that treating you? You know, um, it was the first time I was uh, introduced to the exploding dice mechanic, which which I think is pretty cool. I think that adds kind of a, a fun element to the game. The game itself, um, it, it seems a little linear. Uh, I don't know if it's... Well, it might be just that module that we're playing mm-hmm. where it's like against the Frost Giants type module or something like that. It's like some super module. But I did... Um, the exciting news is I actually finished writing the new funnel. So um, I started playtesting that oh, last week. So Cool. You also just sent me a draft of something else. I did. I didn't know if you wanted to talk about yeah. that, but um, ah, we could talk. This isn't coming out for weeks, man. We're good. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't. I didn't play test that at all. So I just got it and sent. Excellent. So. It'll be like the rest of the Metal God Zine. It'll be perfect. I barely proofread it, so. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Stephen has a has a piece coming out in pro- probably in Metal Gods number four by the time um, that materializes. Uh, uh, a a potential patron for uh, Metal God type characters. Or or a potential villain. That's true. Right? <laughs> uh, so that was yeah, fun to write. Did out you say a matron? Yes, a matron. Is. Yep, yep, a matron. Job. That's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Metal Gods of her dad still a scene? Yeah, yeah. Just because we only have two. Uh, yeah, we were supposed. I was supposed to do the third uh, issue in October. And then <laughs> there was a lot of polka dancing in my past. It was great. Oh yeah, Polish yeah. Dancing. That totally. Yeah. You should have been there, Don. You'd have had a great time. I'm not Polish at all. It's okay. You can fake it. You're big enough. No. You can. No. You can pretend. <laughs> no one will know. But Adam, I think um, the, the real question here is, what are you running? Oh, see oh, how I did that. That see, that's great because, uh, 
usually like Don's all like, oh, well, they don't have to ask. They don't have to ask us. We don't have to ask us what's going on uh, because it's going to be the same all the time. Uh, right. Except recently, two of my games just kind of fell apart. And so um, I started throwing together a rune quest, oh. something or other, on Wednesday nights uh, because I finished reading. Oh, geez, this is like incredibly recent. So last week was our first session of the rune quest thing. And uh, the only reason we're doing it is because last weekend I finished, not this last weekend, but the weekend before, I uh, I finished uh, reading Griffin Mountain. Mm. And that just got me like, hell yeah, let's play Neolithic, you know, tribesmen, you know, pre-Bronze Age weirdos that are hunting and gathering, and that'll be great. And RuneQuest is the way to do that, because so that's what it's it, written for. But Is there anything like Brokeback Mountain? Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> Joe, you're playing in this, right? I mean, is that that's what it sounds like? I mean, have you been lurking on our hangout? No, and, quit am you. I? I don't know. <laughs> I can't quit you guys. Just hold me, Joe. Flip. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So. Uh... <laughs> Awkward note. <laughs> what? Oh, fine. Now it's awkward. All right. A minute ago it was romantic. Now it's awkward. All right. Well, Rune Quest sex. <laughs> but it's been fun. Um, it's uh, it's one of those things where like you know since they don't know what's going on with stuff, I I, I basically I know as much as they know because I never ran Glorantha and I never played Rune Quest and so like I know a little bit just enough to run the shit. So I'm like ask like uh kind of in like a more like story gamey like fate or dungeon world type like asking them hey what's this thing like and tell me about that and um it's made for some really weird shit so now we have like we just had one session of basically me asking them questions and them coming up with really convoluted answers so now we have this whacked out tribe of weirdos that like sacrifice virgins every year to the hunter god so that trees will grow and it's it's pretty great i'm looking forward to seeing where it goes Nice. I'm glad you asked me because I also ran something last week. <laughs> right. Don, what are you running? <laughs> uh, it, it's going to be a DCC game, but I did. I, I stepped in for somebody else, so I had nothing ready in Roll20. It was like uh, much like yours. I asked the players questions. We kind of made this town, and a plot evolved out of it. And uh, it was basically a zero-level funnel, but with no funnel. <laughs> with no fun. <laughs> uh, no, awful. it was pretty. <laughs> Nobody it was interesting. It. Okay. <laughs> Who? Uh, <laughs> this was online then. Yeah, yeah, it was online. Um, with some people on Thursday night. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. No, I actually you had a good time know. with that. It's like no, I thought I was, was the only person you knew online is what I'm basically getting at. Like <laughs> That's that's what I ran. And uh, Yeah. That's like the first time. thing you've run um since like some convention or other because you never run yeah, anything, right? Uh well, no, I ran I I ran my own little lamentations type thing in the spring. I ran that um my campaign that's been going for like a year and a half. It's but, easy yeah, to go for a year and a half off. when you know you're like take six months off in between sessions i subtracted that it's actually going for two and a half years <laughs> i subtracted the non-playing oh, okay time. oh okay good see yeah, I, I was i was not i, was I not told you joe that like the longer this goes the meaner i get to, to, <laughs> to yeah time. we we have to wrap it up because we're running long for yeah the first we are part. 
Um, and so I do think that we've, we've managed to successfully answer all of the questions we had for these guys, unlike the questions that we had for our gaming groups this last week. Um, right. and, uh, and so we're going we're gonna to end this episode there. Thank you very much for joining us. And be with us next week when we have a conversation with these guys about something completely different. Yeah. Bye, guys. Thanks, Thanks for joining us. Alright. What the hell just happened? <laughs> what the hell just happened? I don't know.